Are you cruising through life not always knowing what direction you were headed? Let Live On Purpose with Dr. Paul Jenkins be your guide. Live On Purpose will give you insights into your life and show you how you can become the driver and captain of it. No more aimless wandering. By learning the principles that govern happiness and wealth, you will be able to make personal progress that you have only dreamed possible. And now, here's your host, the shrink who expands your life, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life, bringing you another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Excited to be here with you today, and I have a guest in studio with me who I've been waiting for for I don't know how long, but he's here, and just by way of introduction, I'll tell you a little bit about this man, and then we're going to have a fun conversation. I first heard of Satema Nali back in the 90s, I think it was, when he was much younger and so was I. And uh, he was playing football for BYU. Um, since then, Satema has gone on to uh, play in the NFL, which is kind of a fun thing that he may not have anticipated as a youth. But it just goes to show that any dream is possible if you got the right kind of an attitude and if you put together the pieces to make it happen. He went uh, to play for the Patriots and actually appeared in the Super Bowl. Is that right, Sadema? That's right, man. Super Bowl 36, New England Patriots versus the St. Louis Rams. Great time. Oh, fun times. Great time. I loved it. Uh, grateful to be here on the show. Thanks for having me. It's uh, always a pleasure to be with the shrink. Well, uh, you know, Sadema, <laughs> we, and we got to know each other a little bit better uh, later on, just a couple of years ago, as we um, attended a few events together. We were... Uh, we were both involved a little bit with the Producer Revolution. That's right. Which is where I got my radio debut, and I think you did as well. I did. I was known as the Reverend of the Revolution. The Reverend of the Revolution. It's because you're so reverent, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think my wife would, would uh, agree with me on that. I think it's probably because you're so passionate. Very passionate. I, I was doing the show with Garrett White, The Passion, mm-hmm. and uh, we had, we made a lot of references references to uh, spiritual terms and spirituality mm-hmm. connecting with uh, the creator. So, Well, I tell you what, Garrett White is probably one of the most evangelical preachers <laughs> that I know, and you get him going, and he's just yeah, he's just fun to listen to. You might send your eyebrows from the fire. Could do. And I've, I've done a couple of shows with Garrett as well. Um, but then my experience, of course, was as the shrink who expands your life on the Thursday episode of uh, Produce Revolution Radio, where we had a show called Live on Purpose. Live on Purpose. I listened to quite yeah, a few right. uh, episodes of that. Well, so we've got a little bit of common background there. But you know what? The reason I didn't invite you to come to the show because you went to the Super Bowl. All that is really cool. It is cool. And if there's some things that you would like to share about that experience, I think that that would be relevant to some of our listeners. Uh, but the reason that I invited you, the first thing that struck me about you when I met you personally is that you carry with you an energy uh, that conveys happiness and control of life. Now, I know you don't always feel like you're in control <laughs> of life. That We may get to that, too. We'll get there. But you keep this positive attitude that is just contagious, and it goes out there and it affects other people. And, you know... I think we all need to understand a little bit better just what kind of an impact we have on others. You can't just go through life without impacting people. You're going to have an impact one way or the other. Do you agree with that? You know, Dr. Paul, life is about impacting other people, about affecting other people. And before you can affect or impact people, you definitely need to be happy. You need to have a certain vision and purpose about why you're here on earth, who you are, what is it that you desire and want to do? Mm-hmm. And I know for sure and for certain that every day that I wake up, I want to make sure that I put myself in a position that allows me to help and affect and teach and to instruct and inspire other people to do mm-hmm. better in whatever they're doing in life. Because mm-hmm. you know, there's just so much uh, negativity and pessimism and uh, garbage out in the world. Mm-hmm. So if I if I know that I can affect someone and help them have a course correction, you know, if you're a ship that's one degree off, 
down the road, you're way off. Mm-hmm. And if I can help people have these course corrections as they are helping me, I, 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 don't, I believe that as you help people, you help yourself and you both are able to make a better course correction. Mm-hmm. Life is so much sweeter. Life is so much sweeter when it's not just about you, but it's about you helping so many other people. And, and then it just the domino effect goes on. You know, you will. You will make a difference. In the lives of other people. I, I interviewed, oh gosh, it's been over a year ago, I think, that I interviewed Mark Sanborn, who is the author of a, a wonderful little book called The Fred Factor. And then he followed it up with one called The Encore Effect, which I highly recommend. But when I was talking to, to Mark, he said, you will make a difference. Everyone makes a difference. And sometimes when when I say that or, or when other uh, speakers say that, People think, oh, yeah, that's so nice. You know, everyone has this potential and they can make a difference. And no, that's not what we're talking about. You do make a difference. The question is, what kind of difference do you make? Is it a positive or is it a negative? Is it a, you know, are you that's forgotten right. or can you actually make a difference and reach someone in a way that they truly have that change? Mm-hmm. And, we, you know, in scriptures, it's called a mighty change mm-hmm. to where they take action to begin to change their lives so that they now are living on a higher plane. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not talking about just these philosophical or spiritual terms as you were just talking about. I'm talking about real, mighty, practical changes in people's lives. So now no matter what's going on around them, especially with this economy, and, and I'll share more here with you in the show about some of the things that I've gone through in the last 12, 24 months, uh, I'm still here. I'm still pressing forward, and I'm still happy and grateful because this is the greatest time to be alive. Mm. You know what? Since I've got the reverend with me here today, <laughs> and you're the one bringing up the scriptures, you know what? There's a there's a a scripture in the Old Testament. This is as, as fundamental as it gets. Okay, and uh, there's a list of ten suggestions. Was it? No, the Ten Commandments. That's what it was. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. I and don't you know, know what? Suggestion. <laughs> I heard a talk not too long ago, and it was in a religious context. But the speaker was talking about one of those Ten Commandments, and and the one he chose to focus on was "Thou shalt not kill." And the the people in the congregation were just kind of puzzled by that you know why why is he talking about this how many of us really have a problem with that one you know most of us are having a little more trouble with you know coveting and stuff like that no he he's focused on thou shalt not kill but then there's scriptures in the new testament that say wait a minute it goes farther than that not only should you not kill you should work on not being angry loving your enemy yeah. Okay. What if you take it clear to the other end of that spectrum? The opposite of killing is giving life. And what if you could take it to that extent where where your objective is now to give life? And when you interact with someone, if you criticize them or if you demean them or if you, you know, poke at them in some way, you're killing them a little bit. Just a little. Wow. You're taking I, I life away from that I've never thought about it like that. that. I, I should be taking notes. Or I, I'll go listen to this podcast. Hey, we're recording it. I love it. <clears throat> give life. And when you're interacting with someone, what are you doing to intentionally give life to them? What are you doing to lift them? What are you doing to elevate their spirit or to, to increase their positive attitude or their mood? I can tell this is clicking with you, Satema. It, it is clicking. It's, it's powerful because there are days... There are times when I am not at my best and I'm grateful for when I meet or come to a podcast like this or I go to a meeting or I read a book or hear a song or my wife does or says something that gives me life and inspires me or gives me greater enthusiasm and re- and I remember okay wait let, let me sit let me step back and remember what's my purpose am I being a victim of my circumstances or am I actually in control and when that happens, then I can turn around quickly, make the change, make the course correction, and then begin to, as you call it, giving life to others, mm-hmm. inspiring, lifting, helping people realize. And, and I'm not talking about that life is perfect and you have all this money in the bank and uh, everyone looks at you like, oh, he's so incredible. Look at his, his home. And he just looks. I'm talking about going through fire, going through 
a financial wilderness or spiritual wilderness mm-hmm. where you're tested and tried and you can still give and increase and love and make a difference in people's lives. And, and, you know, in my own situation, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I've, I've felt the economy just as much as anyone I've, I've made a lot and I've lost a tremendous amount yet. I'm still here. I'm still moving forward. I'm still happy and I can still make a difference with the people that are around me, regardless of not having money in my bank account, regardless of, you know, I, I sure wish I, I wish we had the good old days here. These are the good days right now. And so I love that analogy. I've never heard it quite like that. I'm going to put it in my book. Uh, mm. Thou shalt not kill. But the opposite of that is giving life and inspiring people. That's exactly right. No matter what. No, regardless. And this is, you know, you said you lost a. A, a lot. What do you mean? Because you gained a lot too. And it's really tempting, you know, people talk about this terrible economy, for example. Well, usually what they're talking about is trends in the marketplace and what the money flow is doing and things like that. So when you lose something, what are you losing? Isn't it true that you can lose money and gain wisdom? I think those are the best and greatest lessons for me. And I literally would not be here today and working on my project and my book and what I believe is my sole purpose, living mm-hmm. on purpose, mm-hmm. had I not lost the temporal things. Uh, about two years ago, I lost uh, over seven figures. And it mm. really it impacted me and a lot of people close to me. And there's people who I still owe that I keep in contact with. And then I've told them, you will be paid back. Mm-hmm. I know I don't have to because it was an investment or we had an agreement that if I lost it, but uh, as a man of my word, I, I can look them in the eye and, and still good friends and say, I'll get you back. I'll pay you back. Now, the lessons that I've learned from that have been incredible. Mm-hmm. They've been uh, invaluable to the point of I can now create a book. I can tell other people, look, so what if you have cars repossessed or home homes foreclosed or mm-hmm. money gone? I can personally testify that. You can that can all happen to you, and you can be a better person if you choose to look at it that way. Mm-hmm. If you choose to take it as a lesson that there are no accidents, just lessons mm-hmm. to be learned. And uh, here I am. It's two thousand nine. Two years later, building a new system because I've learned valuable lessons from having lost things that are temporal, but I've gained things that are spiritual and uh, intellectual, and a lot of wisdom that has been gained. You know what? I'm looking across the table at you, and you are this huge man. <laughs> and people, I know this is, you know, audio only. We ought to do a video feed sometime. sometime yeah. But, no, you know, we already talked about your football career. I want to come back to that as soon as we get back from this next break because there's an important analogy to how you do life. You bet. We'll be right back. I'll always have a gig. I'll be big. I'll have parties friends places to go. Raising kids is one of the most challenging and rewarding experiences we can have in life. Your children didn't come with an owner's manual, so it's up to you to learn whatever will assist you in your role as a mom or a dad. Join me and my husband, Dr. Paul, for a free weekly discussion about all of the hot topics in parenting. Listen to what others are saying about these calls. By applying the things I've learned to the parental power calls, I'm finally becoming the mom I always thought I would be. I really like to use parental power as kind of like a reference book. So as I have concerns with my parenting, I like to be able to look up on the blog and then listen to whatever podcast seems closely related. So I like the variety of of topics, the variety of age groups that are addressed. I'm on the parental power calls as often as I possibly can because I know I'm going to come away with something I can apply to being a parent that very day. Let us join your parenting team through parental power. Just send an email to Dr. Paul at liveonpurposeradio.com to register for the live calls. Or just check us out first through the link at drpaul.org. All of the previous calls are posted on our blog site, where you can also add your own input. Let's team up to start parenting on purpose. Thank you for joining me for the Live on Purpose radio podcast. It is truly an honor to be a part of your prosperity team. Please visit my website, drpaul.org, 
to get connected with other tools for you and your family. There you will find links to my weekly e-zine, Empower, Harnessing the Power of the Mind, and to the free Parental Power Teleconference that I host every week with my wife, Vicki. You can also check out upcoming events or pick up powerful information products. Feel free to contact me directly with questions, comments, or to book me for your company or private event. Email me through drpaul at liveonpurposeradio.com. So, Tim, do you know why I do this? Why you do what? This podcast. I think you're giving life to other people. Well, you know, that's a really nice side effect. I love this because I get an opportunity to have conversations that change my life. And it, I mean, it's awesome. And I'm glad that other people can share in this too. And, and I really want to to reach out and give life to people. But as we're having this conversation, I'm thinking, you know, life really is sweet. It is. It really is. It's like a banana split. And you like a banana <laughs> different split. flavors, different <laughs> tastes. Sometimes it gets a little melted, but it's it's still so sweet. Yeah, so good. So we're talking a little bit during the break about this football thing, okay? And I've never played football. I mean, I did. Like on Thanksgiving, you know, <laughs> the we turkey bowl. We did the turkey bowl, and I, my shoulder's still a little sore from that. But I've never played football, not like you have. When you're out there playing football, what can you expect? Well, you can expect to get hit hard, hit often. In a football game uh, in college, you, you defensively uh, we play anywhere between sixty to eighty plays. Mm-hmm. So sixty to eighty times. As a defensive end, I'm hitting a 320, 330-pound guy head-to-head, and then here comes a fullback. A fullback is about 230, 240 going full speed, coming to knock me out. And then here comes the running back, which I've got to tackle. Um, (laughs) You sweat. You get hurt. You get scratches. You're sore. You get fractures. You pull muscles. Um, This is fun. Oh yeah, quote unquote. (laughs) You know, this is great fun for the love of the game, and and that's part of the game of football. You know, we were talking about this in the break. That uh, you know, in my book, I'm writing a book, and I I give this same analogy that you were just giving me. If you don't mind, if I share it first, please. uh, You know, people who want to play football and, and experience the benefits of football. Can you imagine how silly it would be for them to say, I want to play football, I want to be on TV, I want to be part of a team, but I don't want to ever sweat, mm-hmm. I don't want to get hit, I don't want to get hurt, I don't want to get knocked down, um, I don't want to ever want to be sore, and I don't like to be out in the sun. No injuries. Yeah, no injuries. Mm-hmm. That's so ridiculous. It's a no-brainer, yet in life, people say, I want to be happy, I want to... Uh, live my sole purpose and live on purpose, and yet when something, quote unquote, in their own words, bad happens to them, they complain. Oh, I I can't believe someone just cut me out. I can't believe I just got a flat tire. I can't mm-hmm. believe I lost my job. Woe is me. Oh my gosh, life sucks. This is whole. Oh my company just laid us off. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm my thought is it's part of the journey. It this is part of life. It's part of living a happy life. You know, without the bitter, you don't ever experience the sweet. Without ever going through these challenges, you never experience the sweetness of things. And, you know, to talk about Super Bowl 36, here I am as a rookie in the NFL on the field. There's Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, Tom Brady. I was filled with so much gratitude, almost to the point of uh, weeping on the field when we got there. Because here I was, I had worked so hard, I had gone through five shoulder surgeries, a hernia surgery, um, shoulders who are just busted up, stress fractures, pulled muscles. And here I was grateful that I had paid a price. Now, you know, I have a Super Bowl ring, and I oftentimes use this lesson. If I was just to give you my Super Bowl ring, um, someone said this valued probably 25 grand right now. Mm-hmm. If I were to just give it to you, it 
yeah, it looks cool. It's got diamonds. It's pretty. Hmm. But it has no meaning because you have not paid the price. And part of living, you know, sole purpose, what I believe when you live your greatest version of who you are is actually earning everything you get rather than just it being given to you. Like someone giving me, if someone were to give me an NBA championship ring, it'd be like, no, thanks. But when you actually earn it, pay the price, go through all the struggles and the heartaches and the trainings and in life, when you get laid off and come back and bounce back, when you lose a hundred thousand dollars, then you earn it back and you can pay people back. When you get evicted, foreclosed on, get kicked out, and then you can come and tell other people, it's okay. You'll be fine. I've done it. Uh, hundreds of thousands of other people have done it. You can do it too. And uh, that's the message of my, my system, my book, my company is that I've gone through crazy changes yet in the end, I'll be able to, it's like getting that Super Bowl ring when we got them. We earned them. We paid a price in advance. We suffered. We bonded. We went through trainings and, and hot days. And life is the same way. If we just expect it to be great all the time, we're in for a lot of heartache. But by knowing and expecting there to be ups and downs and to be challenges, how do I deal with the challenge? What can I learn? How can I become better because of this direct challenge? That's what it's all about. And uh, <clears throat> I sit here today having lost a lot of temporal things over the last two years, yet the wisdom, the blessings, the help from other people have been amazing to me. And I would not, tr- if I had to go through this experience again, Dr. Paul, of uh, feeling the impact of the economy, I gladly would. I would gladly go through it all again mm-hmm. just to experience the growth that I've had. The gratitude that you can feel is really a powerful way to cement that learning so that you can keep it and you'll never lose some of the things that you are earning. You know, the ring. It may or may not be here in a month or a year. Yeah. Okay? But nobody can take away from you the experiences that you've had, what you've learned, your wisdom, your knowledge. All of those things are here to stay. Correct. And you only get those if you allow your mind to shift. You know, I talk a lot about the victim paradigm and the agent paradigm. And those are the two determinant paradigms that are going are going to absolutely predict your future. Uh, it's not so much about your circumstances as it is, what am I going to do with it? And how am I going to make that choice? If, if you choose the agent route and you allow yourself to experience gratitude... You know, it's when you said that just now, I'm, I'm thinking, Satema, yes, you're figuring this out. If you can feel gratitude for the hard things in your life and you really wouldn't go back and change it, but you're just grateful for what it's brought into your life. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's more than half the battle right there. You know what I say, and it's, I learned this from a, a, a great individual by the name of Steve D'Annunzio. Is love that Steve. I love Steve. You know, anytime something happens, it's thank you, Lord. Show me the lesson. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Show me the lesson. And I've there. I've, I've done that probably over a million times in the last year. Mm-hmm. Thank you for this. Now, what's the lesson that I'm supposed to learn? <laughs> now, why am you I going? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> thank you for, you know, I'm getting evicted. What's the lesson I'm supposed to learn? Okay. I don't have quite the income I used to have. What's the lesson I'm supposed to learn? And I've kept a journal. I've kept, I've written uh, pages and pages and pages of Mm -hmm. feelings and inspiration that I've received. So Mm -hmm. gratitude is huge. Attitude of gratitude. So, so Satima, you and I uh, share some, some history with a small but important group of people who are associated with the Produce Revolution that we talked about before. And some of those people are subscribers to this podcast. We're talking to them right nice, now. Nice, nice. And and thank you. We just, uh, you know, I am so honored that you would have us in your ears right now. So thank you. But I want to talk to you for a minute. To to you who have been involved with that particular movement. Satema, I have talked to some people who have been so disillusioned by all of the fervor that came out, you know, in the kind of the abundant era when when there was a lot of money flowing people had had all kinds of uh 
investments and holding funds and with real estate and all kinds of stuff going on, okay? And then when the, when the market and the economy turned and created a wonderful opportunity for us all to learn some great stuff, some people became disillusioned at that point and said, oh, so the principles aren't true after all. What's your response to that? You know, the principles are true. Um, obviously, you need to find principles that are true. And then it's, it's, it's easy to be abundant. It's easy to be an agent, to speak terms of being a producer, of creating value, of overcoming adversity. When it's easy, as soon as the difficult times come, that's where the wheat and tares get separated. That's where real producers or value creators or agents get separated from those who are disillusioned. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm so grateful for what I learned from Les McGuire and from Rick and from Garrett and mm-hmm. from Dr. Paul and all these different people because, you know, the truth is the truth. It's what Les said about being a producer, and I will quote what he said, a, a producer creates maximum value regardless of the situation, regardless of the, of the circumstance. Now, when here came these circumstances and situations that weren't quite abund- as abundant, you know, people's homes be- being lost, holding funds disappearing, what did those people choose to do in the situation? Did they, mm-hmm. did they look to create value? Did they continue to increase their value? Or did they stop, complain, whine, moan, become a moocher, a looter, uh, a victim? And that's where I, I faced the battle personally. And I'm so I th- grateful. I think we all have to face that. Not just once either. That's, we we, we yeah. face it through all throughout life. But, you know, especially where there was such a huge impact where a lot of people, you know, thought they were living the abundant life. It's easy to talk about principles when you're sitting on a beach, sipping a virgin Mai Tai and enjoying the sun. When you're actually down in the trenches, in the grind, trying to figure out how to survive, can you still be an abundant agent choosing observer chooser type of person Mm -hmm. living your higher purpose or are you going to fall back into the trap of being a victim and getting out of part of that trap which is i've got to look out for me the very best thing you can do for you is to make sure that you lift and give life to as many people as possible absolutely create maximum value maximum yeah yeah that's that's the point that's the key is maximum value 24 Mm -hmm. 7 365 Making sure that, and, and I think Dr. Paul, no, I don't think I know, in order to create maximum value, one must continually increase his or her value, and that comes through your meditation, through your studying, through your listening to a podcast, through associating with great people so that you can not only give of your energy to them, but they you can absorb some of theirs because no matter mm-hmm. who you are, you're going to have days that, you know, back to the football analogy, you're going to lose games. And you're going to get mm-hmm. beat pretty good. Can you're you going to get hit hard. Yeah, you're going to get hit hard. You're going to get hit where you have a concussion. And you're like, why am I playing this game again? So that's when mm-hmm. you have to learn how to create maximum value. Mm-hmm. And that exchange will create wealth. So, Tema, you and I are both going to leave this room today richer than we were when we walked in. I already here. am, brother. Stick with us. We'll be right back. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. Ouch! Ouch! Have you ever been poked by a needle? For some people, having a nurse poke through your skin with a needle is about all they can bear. But have you ever had to be poked twice? Three times? How about four times? Some people report having to be poked ten or more times before a medical professional is able to find one of their veins. This isn't always the professional's fault. Some veins are hard to find, especially in seniors and children. A technology company from Memphis, Tennessee had an idea that is making this common annoyance a thing of the past. They call it 
Vein Viewer. Vein Viewer is a simple technology that allows a healthcare or medical professional to place a transparent adhesive strip on your skin. Then, magically, you can see your veins in surprising detail using the infrared light. With the veins in clear view, one quick poke is now the standard. Thanks to Luminex for coming up with a painless idea. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. I've got a great idea. Wouldn't you like to know? You probably can't bear it, so I guess I'll have to share it. I thought of it a moment ago. Control is not leadership. Management is not leadership. Leadership is leadership. If you seek to lead, invest at least 50% of your time in leading yourself, your own purpose, ethics, principles, motivation, conduct. Invest at least 20% leading those with authority over you, and 15% leading your peers. D. Hawk. So one thing that I've learned as I've done this podcast is that there's a lot of good stuff that happens during the commercials too. <laughs> yeah, we are. We I, I think I'm going to record the, the breaks just for myself. I, sometimes, you know, we may just leave the mics on as the you know Shay Larson comes on with the World of Ideas report, <laughs> and Vicky's wonderful, beautiful voice as she gives those leadership quotes. But um, I was telling you during the break that I had a powerful realization, and this is this is just a personal thing that I. Uh, I don't mind sharing with all of you subscribers that um, I have four of my ancestors who were part of a an early Mormon pioneer handcart company called the Willie Handcart Company. And you're familiar with this, Satema, uh, and what happened to that particular company. Yeah. They came across from the east. Uh, they were early settlers coming out to the western United States. And um, this particular company left a little too late in the season. And uh, just to give you the context, this was a family of nine. They had seven kids from 19 down to just about, you know, six or eight weeks old. And these seven kids were were with this family as they were going across the plains and coming out to Utah. Well, they got caught in an early winter snowstorm in Wyoming. And if you've ever been on the plains of Wyoming, I went out and spent a little time there last summer. And it's just nasty. Even in the summer. I mean, wind and, you know, there's no shelter anywhere. And it's just crazy. So they're out there in sub-zero temperatures in an early winter snowstorm with nothing but their hand carts. They had already run out of food. And so... Here they are in these dire circumstances, and I started thinking about that, Satema, and they, they survived miraculously. They survived. But as I was thinking about that, I asked myself, could I do that? What if my challenge were that instead of what it is, you know? Because you talk about, you know, foreclosures and losing property, and I'm in that position where I've got a few things that are are going, and... As I've learned through that personal experience, and I've started to ask myself, well, what if, what if I had a different package? Which one do we? And you know, human beings do this all the time. They wish that they had a different package. <laughs> yeah. They wish they had a different package. Well, this is a perfect one for me. And I asked myself, could I do that? Could I drag my babies across the plains of Wyoming in a snowstorm? And it was a powerful realization when I decided. Yes, I could. And that's almost unthinkable, okay? Yes, I could. I, I, I've shared this before with some uh, some people in a seminar format where I talk about, can you handle it or not? And I had four little kids that I was working with whose parents were murdered. Could you handle that package? You know, and as I was asking this little boy, 10 years old, Hey, if I'd have asked you a year ago, do you think you could handle it if your parents were murdered? And his response was, 
hey, I am handling it, huh? Dr. Paul, that's powerful. I, as I'm listening to you and, uh, and thinking about some of the things that I've gone through in the last couple of years, in the last year, the last six months, my answer is exactly the same as yours. Absolutely yes, I would be able to handle it. And so as I look at the package of trials and uh, I call them growth pills, growth pills come in the form of, of trials and adversity and afflictions and, and challenges Oftentimes when we are trying to do the best that we can do, trying to create value, trying to be an agent, uh, yes, I can. I know that I would be able to do it. And then I look, it helps me to, to face the challenges that I face right now. Yes, I can handle what I'm going through. Uh, I can handle the changes in the economy and my personal economy. I can handle having to relocate, relocate my family Again, mm-hmm. within the last, you know, the second time in three months, I can handle having to whatever it is that comes regardless. You know, when you I love the, the, the title of the show, Live on Purpose, because it's intentional. Mm-hmm. And when you have purpose, something that you're striving for that has greater meaning, that's higher uh, inspiration, inspiring. It's a, you'll, you'll be amazed at what you can handle. And I've learned that for myself. I'm amazed at what I'm able to handle and go through as a human being, as a father, as a mm-hmm. husband, regardless of the circumstances and situations. I'm thinking more and more as I as I get to be more mature and get through life a little bit farther, I'm thinking more and more that a real key element of the purpose of this life is to have enough experiences to prove to yourself that you can handle it. Yeah, I like that. And that you still, regardless, no matter what, you still have a choice. You still have a choice. Viktor Frankl, one of my heroes. Man's Search for Meaning. Man's Search for Meaning. Powerful book. If you haven't read that yet, you haven't been paying attention. Come on, you guys. (laughs) Go read Man's Search for Meaning. Viktor Frankl, in in a Nazi concentration camp, he discovered something that he calls the last of human freedoms, and that is to choose your attitude in any given set of circumstances. What more powerful example do you need than that? You know, Dr. Paul, as I'm listening to you, these thoughts keep coming to my mind, and I think about the listeners who are listening, and without a doubt, there's almost every listener who who is listening or who's going to hear this down the road is probably going through some ridiculous, challenging circumstance where they have a serious choice to make. Do I continue to be an agent to choose the right, to choose the abundant, to choose love, or am I going to succumb to fear and doubt and hatred and mm-hmm. let me get mad? And uh, The book by Viktor Frankl is powerful. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say to those who hear this podcast to take a step back and to live on purpose. To take a look and really choose what you want. You, I know it's not easy. I know life is absolutely challenging. Yet I can say that with a smile on my face. Wonderfully challenging. Because that is the last of the, the freedoms, which is our choice. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, <laughs> Dr. Paul, I've learned so much just sitting here, just listening. Uh, there's definitely changes that I'm going to make in my life when I leave this building mm-hmm. as I walk out. You know... There, there is no way that that we're going to get through the challenges that we're facing. Now, I don't care what challenges you're facing. I just want each of you listeners to just think for a minute about what your current giant is. And uh, I, I use the word giant because, Tim, you're probably aware that I've I've been promoting a a coaching program recently called Facing Your Giants. Nice. And it's all about overcoming the adversity that's in your life. And turning adversity into opportunity. And there's ways that you can do that. And it, it occurred to me just as we're talking, and we're on the fly here. I mean, this is live radio, right? Yeah. Actually, it's time-shifted <laughs> podcast, but we don't even edit. You guys, you get it just fresh the way, that we, the way that we cut it. I am going to put a link on today's show. So any of you who want to get involved with that, now the retail price of that thing is 295 bucks. I'm not turning this into an infomercial, but I know darn well that some of you are facing economic giants. I did a tele, uh, 
seminar on this just a few weeks ago, and some of you were involved in that. I put that thing on sale at a decimal discount because I want to help you take down your giants. The decimal discount means I just move it one place to the left. It's twenty nine fifty wow. for that. Wow. The sale ended Saturday. But Satema, what we're going to do because of this conversation is we're going to put it back on sale, but they have to get it through you. Awesome. Okay. You didn't even know that, did you? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I'm going to put a link there and it includes, uh, what you're going to do is go to FYG package, FYG package dot eventbrite dot com spelled B-R-I-T-E. FYGpackage.eventbrite.com, and then you're going to enter a discount code. Okay, it shows that it's 295 bucks, but you're going to enter a discount code. It's Setema. S E T E M A. Setema, his first name, and capitalize it because that's proper. And that's going to create that decimal discount for anybody that's listening to this show. Wow, that is awesome. Does that sound okay to you, Setema? That's great. Now, Again, I'm not here to pitch facing your giants, except here's something that I have discovered that I can do for you, and I got to offer it to you, and I don't care if I make money on it or not. I mean, I'd like to. That'd be great. You can pay full price if you want to, (laughs) but if you enter Satema, we're going to give you that decimal discount because I feel that you and I are on the same page here. We just want to help people get over those challenges. Absolutely. What's on the other side of the giant after all? What happens after you take all those hard hits out there in the game? You know, you come home with Super Bowl ring. <laughs> <laughs> come home with the Super Bowl ring. I, I, above anything else, I think you realize that you actually are a lot stronger, a lot more rooted in love than you think you are. Uh, For sure. You know, you know, Dr. Paul, I've faced a lot of giants in the last couple of years. I, I, I'm going to share just a couple. <clears throat> uh, lost a lot of money, lost a lot of temporal things. I've uh, had no job, no income, so I've had to go back to creating again, being a producer, and I've sold a lot of things to just to to pay certain bills. I've sold my prized keyboard and my prized guitar and uh, mm-hmm. certain pla- I mean, these things. You know, I'm a I'm a, music, a musician. Things you never really wanted to part with. Yeah, I did. You know, I had paid cash for, and uh, yet even with the, I have a Super Bowl ring. I actually was like, I wonder how much I can get for this if I needed to get rid of it. And I kept the emails and kept everything. I had people saying, hey, I'll give you X amount of dollars for this. And um, gratefully, I haven't had to part with that. However, the lesson I guess that I'm sharing is no matter what giant you face, Mm -hmm. you can overcome it. Absolutely. A lot of times you're not quite aware of how you're going to do that. But uh, believe me, I'll, I'll be one of the first to sign up for the uh, the discount promotion. <laughs> <laughs> the September discount. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to it because and no matter how much adversity I've overcome in the past, I am a, a, a relentless individual of learning, of applying, of taking action. So I look forward to, to getting that program and uh, actually using it in my life. Well, what if... What if we could help even one person to get through the challenges that they're having right now? Now, I'm talking to you face-to-face here, Satema, but I'm talking to you who's got this in your ears right now, too, because there are people within your influence. You're going to run into people today who need your help. And sometimes people cringe at that word, need. But really, we're not supposed to do this on our own. We're here to help and lift each other. And so find those people who are looking for you, who you uniquely can touch or lift or give life. Yes. And do it on purpose. We got one more segment. We'll be right back. If the pile of books you want to read is growing faster than the pile you have read, then Abundant Reading Systems can help you. After taking Abundant Reading Systems course, I dramatically increased my ability to expand my knowledge in a much more efficient way. My fastest test today was in 7,000 words per minute. I highly recommend this program from what I've seen it do for other people who've been through the entire program and from what I've seen in myself today. 
I've teamed up with Abundant Reading Systems to offer a single-day intensive speed reading workshop that will at least double your reading speed, guaranteed. This belief started to grow inside of me that I thought, oh, I can really do this. I can read, you know, as fast as I let myself read. And uh, ended up doubling my time, my speed reading time, which was really good. This is David Hinton, founder of Abundant Reading Systems. I want to personally invite you to join us for our next event. Visit AbundantReadingSystems.com now. Abundant Reading Systems, reading at the speed of imagination. This is Kirk Weasler to tell you about MoreBetterBooks.com. MoreBetterBooks.com is where you can find more better books for a more better life. Not only that, let me tell you about some of the very fun and cool select titles on morebetterbooks.com. You'll want to get a copy of The Dog Poop Initiative. This best-smelling book could change your life forever. It certainly changed the lives of thousands of Boeing employees, as well as school teachers, parents, leaders across the United States and in Israel and in Germany. And you can get your own copy at morebetterbooks.com. Whoa, that's not all. What about The Cookie Thief? This classic tale told in a rhyming format, fully illustrated with very fun hit messages. Pick up a copy now today on morebetterbooks.com. Other great titles there, Finding Your Pathway to Mastery, Beyond Illusions, Make It Great. These titles are only available on morebetterbooks.com. Go to morebetterbooks.com today and begin to have a more better life and live that life on purpose. Okay, I just had another idea, Stemma. Okay, let's hear it. How about we just keep rolling and we'll do two shows back to back? <laughs> I've got a wife at home I'm going to get home to. And, uh, are you Are you having fun, though? <laughs> I am. I'm loving it. So this... you're saying you love your wife a little more than you love me? I do. Just a little. Okay, I'm going to try not to be offended by that because I feel the same way, <laughs> except about my wife. I got gotcha. you. I don't know your wife well enough. So, um. We've got a lot of things that we've talked about, but I'm seeing a very clear theme for today's conversation, and I think we're going we're gonna to use that as the title of today's show, which you listeners already know because you've seen the title, uh, and that is Give Life No Matter What. You like that okay? I think that's awesome. That's going to be a chapter in the book. Uh, I'll share that on my Facebook, my MySpace, uh, my blog. And I want to make sure that people, I can give life because it's been such a mm-hmm. powerful conversation today. And it's in, you know, it's, it's powerful, but it's more powerful if I can go and help all my friends and family members hear or partake of the power that was in this room, on the mics, on the radio. So, mm-hmm. you know, we were just talking about uh, Dr. Paul and I agreed that uh, I'm going to definitely post our uh, podcast on my Facebook. I've got about 1,500 people, on, uh, 1,500 friends right now. And uh, you are well befriended. You know, I've been blessed. I've been blessed. <laughs> but you know what? This is, and this gets right back to what we were talking about before. Because when you carry that kind of energy with you, people are drawn to you. And Satema, your your financial life has been a disaster for the last several months. It has been. But that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And it's not going to be there permanently, because you have a knowledge of and a willingness to apply principles that are going to bring you through this hard time. And this is what Facing Your Giants is all about. It's about, ha- it's about renewing and nurturing your vision. And vision is one of your, your buzzwords, isn't it? It is. Vision is huge. Where there is no vision, people perish. If you don't have a vision, and I'm not talking about a Superman supervision to look through walls, I'm talking about the ability and capacity to see down the road six months, a year, five years, what you really want out of life. Mm-hmm. And when you can visualize that, even if it's just a bare bone structure of, well, I don't know all the details, but I do know for certain I want to be this. I want to be here. I want to be helping this many people. I want to be creating scholarships. I want to be living my greatest version of who I was created to be. And when people can establish that vision, their choices are so much easier to make. Every day, mm-hmm. because the choice now is no longer, 
God, I really want to do this. It's well, this really doesn't fall in line with my vision and with my purpose. So I, that's easy. Mm-hmm. I won't have to make that decision. You know, something, something you just said caught my attention because you're, son, you're talking about superpowers. Okay, do you have superpowers, Sadema? Well, n- not like the X Men or Superman. Well, but I do believe. Or do you? I do believe that I've been endowed with some serious powers, uh, mentally and spiritually, and even physically. You know, I'm I'm a man of large stature. I'm six four mm-hmm. and about two eighty, and uh, I do believe I have some serious superpowers to well, affect can, and give life. And it, we put on the pad, you're going to knock me across the room. <laughs> You know, I'm, oh yeah, I'm a buck fifty soaking wet, <laughs> soaking wet with, no, with uh, <laughs> three suits on. <laughs> that's right. But it, I had a, a fascinating interaction with a little kid, five years old. Okay, little five year old guy. I just love this kid, and I went to see him at his home. Some some of my clients, I just go visit at their homes, and uh, this little kid put on a Superman cape, and he started talking about how Superman has superpowers. And I said, you know what, buddy? So do you. And his eyes got so big and he looked back at him. He said, Dr. Paul, are you serious? <laughs> I said, yeah, man, you've got superpowers. And then we started talking about what his superpowers are. And we started talking about how people have unique talents and abilities that to other people look like superpowers. Yeah, you're right. You know, I'm watching a basketball game a little over a week ago when the Jazz were playing the Lakers. And I'm looking at Kobe Bryant and I'm thinking, superpowers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The unique talents and abilities that each of you have are considered to be superpowers to other people. Never thought about it like that. That's awesome. But here's the other thing. Now, this is so important. Okay, we talk about that choice between the two paradigms. You're going to choose to be a victim or an agent. What's another word for an agent? Another word for an agent, uh, a chooser, observer, chooser, producer, uh, a man of love. <laughs> You're scrambled for. <laughs> I can just guess. Guess what's in Doctor Fall's mind? <laughs> I was thinking of the word hero. I love it. Hero. I love it. Okay, Satema. What's a little better than a hero? What's a little better than a hero? We're talking about superpowers. A superhero. There you go. A superhero. What's a little worse than a victim? Who does a superhero go up against? Supervillains. The villains. Okay, now I'm just drawing a spectrum for you. Okay. Okay. Now you can push it as far as you want out either direction, but let's just stop with superhero and villain. You can be a victim or a hero, but if you take it a little farther than that, you're going to be a villain or a superhero. Now what do superheroes do? They use their superpowers, superpowers to help for, people for good, to help people, to bless people, to lift people, to give life. And villains have superpowers too, don't they? They do, but they use them for evil, darkness, for evil and darkness, negativity. and to kill, yeah. and to take life away, and to exchange life for property. And that's part of the definition of evil in my mind. So it's not just as simple as hey, you got a choice to be a victim or an agent, because you're not going to stop there. Just like you can't have a neutral effect on people, you're going to affect them one way or the other. How far are you going to affect them? And how are you going to use your superpowers? Because you have them. What are you going to use them for? Are you going to give life no matter what? Or are you going to start taking life like those victims do? Do you see that powerful That is an awesome concept. So you do have superpowers. I do. After all. That's awesome. I yeah. love it. I love it. And when you're in the middle of an adversity, you're going to be a hero or you're going to be a victim, but you're not going to stop there. And, you know, just look at some of the news stories that have broken. You know, like these campus shootings, for example. Who did those? Who flew those planes into those Twin Towers? Well, they weren't superheroes. They were villains. And they have superpowers. So you got to be careful how you're going to use those superpowers. You're either going to take life or you're going to give life. And and at a at a lower, you know, if you're going to play the game big, you're going to impact people big too. Well, I think I would make the invitation to people listening to get off the bench, to jump in the game, to play the game, and to play at a high level to be a superhero. 
Um, again, I'm all about, you know, I, I used to be a person who would listen and read all kinds of books and, and uh, listen to shows and then go back to doing the same thing. And the whole point of, of the podcast is to invite you with love to make a change in your life, to take action. So if you have been playing the victim role, stop it and start being a superhero. If you have been complaining, stop complaining and do something about it. If you have been selfish and focused on your own uh, miseries and woes, take your focus off yourself and go and make a difference in someone else's life. The call to action is huge. If you're listening to this podcast, which uh, has been very inspiring for me, make a change today, right now, not next Monday, not at the beginning of the month. Don't wait till there is no greater time than right now to, to go and do something for somebody else to lift, to give life, to inspire and to help. Uh, I I can't wait to get home so I can help my Mm. wife because she's been really sick and I've, uh, I'm excited to go and serve my wife tonight and my son. You're going to go give some life, aren't you? Absolutely. That's perfect. And I want to reiterate that call to action because we can continue to just kind of piddle along and just be in our little victim world where, oh gosh, my life sucks. Or you can look right now at whoever's within eyeshot or earshot of you right now and ask yourself, how can I give life to that person? How can I lift them? How can I help them? And the more you do that, the more it's going to start coming right back to you. We can restore the abundance that you think you've lost if you will apply some very basic principles. And the principles never change. And and that's the beauty of this. And, and you know, Dr. Paul, you, as you were talking about abundance, you know, abundance has nothing to do with things. That's right. With things. Well... There's an effect on things. There is an effect on sure. it, but it, you know, people oftentimes think, well, in order to live in abundance, I have to have a lot of things, or I have to have a lot of money, or no, no, you have a lot of Mm-mm. love, compassion, and then you can actually go and take action, make a difference. You know, like Viktor Frankl, I'm sure he mm-hmm. he had a choice to either live as a victim, or, and he told us in his book mm-hmm. that even though they had stripped him of all that he owned and had. They still could not strip him of his freedom of choice mm-hmm. and his choice and his attitude in that very moment. That's so. right. Okay. While we're wrapping this thing up, Satema, I want to give people a way to to be connected to you somehow. Okay. Uh, you mentioned Facebook. We may just put up a link on the blog for how people can get connected with you that way. Would that be okay? That'd be awesome. Did you like that? Would love that. Now, is you've got a book that you're working on. You've got a program that you help people with. Where would you like to send people? You know, I would have people come just connect with me on Facebook or MySpace. Okay. Uh, my email address is satema.energy at gmail.com. Perfect. Um, we're still working on the domain names, but I wanted okay. to create a system that would help people just as you've created uh, face in your giants. And so... That system is not quite up and running yet, so you can connect with me on Facebook or my email, and uh, okay. I look forward to, to getting to know you. And then, of course, sharing value with you. Well, we're going we're gonna to give some links for people on our podcast so that they can get connected with you because I really like the energy that you carry with you. And uh, the giants that you're facing in your life are coming down. They They're are. coming down. I'm and, that's, slam. and that's giving you the power to inspire other people. So the other call to action that I want to just give all to you, to all of you, and we created this in this discussion here tonight, Facing Your Giants, the e-coaching program. Satema and I have now partnered up on that to offer it to you at that crazy discount that popped into my head last month. But we're going to continue that just for Satema's people who listen to this podcast today. Go to fygpackage.com eventbrite spelled b-r-i-t-e dot com click on enter discount code and type in Satema's first name with a capital S S-E-T-E-M-A and that price will change and that decimal is going to move one point to the left because Satema you and I want to help these people take down their giants is that true? I'd love to so uh, spread the word folks we are just having fun here at Live On Purpose Radio go out there today and find a way to give life I want to give you the last word, Satema, as we have the bumper music. You know, uh, thank you for having me here today. I hope that you will take action and live on purpose and 
I know you hear that all the time, but start being st- start being intentional about your life, take control, and then just start loving your life so that you can say, I am the man or woman who loves my life.